Good morning, guys. This is the RGM Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver Cornley, and today I have Harry returning. How are you doing, Harry? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I'm glad to have you on. Um, today, we're going to be discussing like the startup culture. So Harry he has a product-based business, Ascend Golf Clothing. We're not doing any promotion here, but Ascend Golf Clothing. Um, and that's obviously more product-based. Obviously, you've got to deal with, uh, negotiate with suppliers, you know, e-commerce website, marketing and everything to do with that. So he'll be sharing his experiences there. And then myself with a service-based business, which is Curzon Technologies. So we've got two-way perspective here. We've got the product-based and the service-based business, uh, which will hopefully accommodate for everyone. Um, and and it's down, this is going to be down to earth. It's going to be simple. We, I mean, we've only, Harry's only been doing it for what now? How, how long have you been doing your business for? Well, the idea started in um, October, I think, but we um, formed legally on mid-November. So yeah, so like three months like a ago. Snowball effect, yeah. Yeah, and, and then myself, it's a bit longer than that, but less than a year. Um, so yeah, we'll keep it down to earth, see what you guys can do to improve, and uh, we're going to be sharing our experiences. So uh, be sure to check out our website, ourgent.co.uk. That's ourgent.co.uk, and you can get free membership. That simple. Plenty of forum pages, newsletters, podcasts, content, lots of good stuff in there. So keep learning, get earning, and enjoy. So Harry, we'll start things off with the initial idea, because I feel that a lot of people have ideas, but they never execute. So what was your idea for for uh, Send Golf Clothing? So I think that, obviously, being at uni, I wanted to get into some sort of side hustle. So... I'd seen all the stuff on Instagram mm. of the Forex traders and uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I gave I gave that a bit of a go, um, lost a bit of money because I didn't have any experience, nothing too drastic at all. But um, I, I just realized that isn't going to be like, a, you know, a, 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 you know something that's going to bring money in. So mm. I was on Facebook one day um, on the marketplace on Facebook and I saw these two guys that started a golf clothing company. Um, right. I could see sort of the logo the name, how they were going about business. And I suppose it's kind of might be seen as a little bit ignorant, but I thought I don't like that at all. Like I could do such a better job. Like, like I was just noticing loads of flaws and I think, hang on a minute, you know, like, why aren't I doing this? So, so it's a bit yeah. of a weird story. I mean, you're I a consumer I'm, anyway of golf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing for years and I know, you know, the golf fashion market and, you know, I've sort of got a bit of a business head on me. So, I then got together with my cousin, who's also, you know, a keen golfer. And I just sort of just laid the idea out to him. And he was like, great idea. And it sort of just took off from there, really. And then, you know, we, we've, we've gone through the process, completely new to it all. So we've definitely learned a lot. Uh, Amazing. Made- I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, I think, especially if you can relate to it, whatever the business is personally, whether you're a consumer and obviously you didn't like it, you thought it was terrible. So it's that, I think that's really important because you get a different perspective on things yeah definitely definitely yeah yeah no I like that I mean that was very similar with Curzon in the sense of like there was a lot of overpriced agencies which they didn't really care about the client or the customer it was more to do with because I, I worked for a sort of very small sales and marketing firm when I first started uni and they they kind of got that they were working towards it but obviously we need the logo and stuff and we got charged like way overpriced um like services and they just literally in one door and out the other and took your money. They didn't really care. Yeah. Um, and, and, and especially in app development as well with Curzon. So, I mean, this is what we'll talk about later on with yourself, with the branding and everything. Uh, okay. So you got the idea. So the other people are terrible and you got to remember guys that reinventing the wheel is not necessarily the most important thing. You know, you can get away with some of the biggest companies nowadays, you know, they, they're not really new. They're just, they focus on one area and they just copy everyone else, which, you know, which is perfectly fine <laughs> as long as they bring money in. Uh, okay. So like, okay, you got the idea. Now I think a lot of people are in, in your shoes here when it comes to just getting the idea down, talking, obviously you said to your cousin. So what does it take from getting the idea, especially for a product-based business into something which is reality or at least putting pen to paper? Yeah. So I think something that, um, we're, we were probably a bit too naive about was timeframes. Now I know this, this, this differs from business to business um, and how much time I suppose you can put into it. But mm-hmm. in our line of work, I suppose with the product-based business, when you're sourcing things, well, you know, you're going to have to source things from uh, the UK, anywhere in the UK and overseas, potentially 
um, you need to think of when you want to launch and then times that by two, if not three, because um, that's the reality. Yeah. Um, and it's something that was, because I saw it, I, you know, after doing research, I saw that when we started and I thought, no way, like we'll be able to launch by Christmas. And it's going to be looking like mid, like Feb to mid Feb now. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a case of needing to sort of, you know, be really lenient with, uh, you know, how long, you know, the timeframes. Um, but as, as, as far as putting pen to paper, um, we obviously need to register with, with company's house. Um, you'll yeah, need to go onto the yeah. register and see, see if the name's taken or see if you can take a variant of the name. Um, you know, you don't want to infringe on anyone else's sort of property, whatever. Um, so it's a case of we we actually registered with um, a business bank account with Tide, and they oh, basically, Tide, yeah. yeah. So they they formed our uh, company for us. So it's effectively we set up a business bank account with Tide, and they um, filed our registration, so to speak, with Company's House. So it was quite a simple process where we set up this business bank account. Um, you know. Um, with this, uh, I, I suppose one of the new challenger banks. So they're, you know, just one of the online banks now. Um, yeah, these are one of the new. Up- yeah, like Starlin. Have you seen um, adverts? Yeah, for Starlin, Starlin Bank. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's one of them kind of, uh, kind of um, things. So, yeah, they set us up with Companies House, um, and then it was a case of. Uh, looking well, how much did that cost? I mean, if you don't mind me asking, how, how much was that really for that wow. service? Um, I. <laughs> I feel bad saying this. It was, it was, it was, I can say it was, it was, it was the 15th or 16th of November. So I'm struggling to. No, no, but okay. Was it more than a hundred? More than a hundred. I really don't think it was. No, I don't think okay, it was. So I mean, for anyone out there to... who's, who's got the idea and, and the scared, I mean, it's a big step forward when it comes to setting up on companies house and all the official stuff. So for anyone out there listening now, who's thinking of, if they've got an idea and they want to start a business. Oh, so hang, on a, minute, Harry, hang would... on a minute. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you there. So I'm just on the Tide website now. Yeah. I'm at, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So you can register a limited company and open a business account all in one go for free. So basically oh. it's, it's normally 12 pounds. If you're going to do it through company's house, but they basically, exactly. Mm. Yeah, so that's, you know, so you get your certificate of incorporation within hours and that's what we did. So you simply put in your company name, you can either have um, LTD or limited, however you want to put it out there, whatever. Um, and, that is, and that is if you're setting up a limited company, because obviously it depends what kind of, com- you know, how you want to structure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 you know, that's it. So it's it's free. Registering. Yeah, completely free. And then I just went on to the company's house and I added my cousin as a uh, shareholder. Um, Amazing. So in that case, out. then for anyone who's setting up, you know, a business, you know, and also a bank account is really important because it keeps you separate from personal finances. Yeah. So uh, definitely Tide is the one to go for for there. Yeah, I mean, when I was doing Companies House for, for Curzon, it was, a, it was a bit of a faff. It was an interesting experience, but you just end up getting loads and loads of paperwork and you're not too sure what to do, especially if, I mean, this is the bad thing about schools is that they don't really teach you anything just remotely on anything to do with finance. And it was really important to do that. So Tide is definitely the one there. Um, okay, so like with the name and stuff, you got the, I mean, logos aren't important, but I guess for a product-based business, a logo and branding is fairly yeah, definitely. Important, yeah. So I think, yeah, the yeah. So the next things we did was obviously we registered with Companies House, and then it was a case of looking at what kind of domain do we want. Obviously, you know, the names are Sengolf Limited. Uh, we wanted to mm. trade under a Sengolf clothing, so it was a case of going on to GoDaddy, and for like, I think it must have been like one pound ninety-nine, two pounds ninety-nine. Yeah, we're able to buy. Uh, the domain uh, sengolfclothing.co.uk um, you know and that's 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 it so you know that's that's a relatively simple process you just need to make sure that obviously the domain you're choosing isn't um, yeah they think, do, yeah I'm, I'm, I mean like we're very good at that yeah yeah with the name you choose and the domain like you've got you, like you just got to be careful because obviously there's there's millions of companies out there so it's just about finding something that isn't already taken which which can be quite hard at times but um you know, it can be definitely. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I've, um, with a lot of people, you know, with websites and stuff, cause I'd also do websites on the side and the main name is it. I feel like things like GoDaddy and Google domains, they are quite good at saying what's available. What isn't definitely. And yeah. Yeah. Completely. I think, um, I mean, obviously you've got to send golfclothing.co.uk, which is obviously very close to your, uh, your actual legal name as well. So that's yeah, a bit of consistency there. Definitely. Yeah. And to be honest with, with domain names, I, I was surprised at how cheap they were. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Your yeah, .coms are more expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah, and obviously the less letters, the the, the more expensive. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's not too. I mean, was .com available for you, or did you just thought .co.uk? I think .com 
I think it might have cost a little bit more for .com. I know that if we couldn't have, um, so for example, you know, with the golfing branch, you've got Ping, you've got Titleist, TaylorMade, mm. whatever. We couldn't just have Ascend because Ascend is you, you know, you've got Ascend accountants, there's Ascend uh, there's management, yeah. Ascend this, Ascend that. So it made it a lot cheaper to have Ascend golf clothing as opposed to just one word. Because when it's just one word, I mean, like some of the prices on GoDaddy oh, it's are ridiculous. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to yeah. pay thousands for... So that was, you know, that was the issue. So, there. I mean, I've just looked on Google Domains, Harry. I've got ascendgolfclothing.com for 10 quid. Shall I buy it? <laughs> you found it on Google Domains? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get it on Domains. Ascendgolfclothing for 10 quid.com. We, we chose .co.uk simply for the reason that, I mean, through doing the research we did, if you have .co.uk, I suppose that's better if you're looking at focusing in the well, domestic you're UK market. UK-based, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, .com is an option, I suppose, but .co.uk. More expensive as well. And exactly, yeah. You can get it later on when you – you because I think at a startup in the very, very beginning of a, of a small business, it's it's not really essential to have all the fancy names and the logos and stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. And on, on, on more of the legal side, I mean, obviously yourself with the website – that you're developing now with your cousin and obviously with our gen we've we've used this as well but um you did terms and conditions and your privacy policy and things like that is really important nowadays you know you've got the gdpr compliance data protection cookies and all this sort of stuff um in fact i recommended this to you a couple of well, about a week ago or so on yeah, termly.io absolute lifesaver absolute lifesaver. yeah so so why was it a lifesaver for you well, obviously, it got to the stage through setting up our Shopify uh, online store that we needed to. I saw in the section, there was a legal section, and I got to this thing, and I thought, oh, shit. And it was like terms and conditions, privacy policy, all this stuff that I've never seen before. I mean, because realistically, you know, I've, I've, you know, prior to November, I'd never done anything like this, you know, really new to this. So I saw all this, you know, this legal jargon, and I thought, oh, God. Yeah. So. I began then reaching out to a couple of law firms, um, you know, some solicitors local to me, you know, in London, which was a big error. And um, I basically spoke to like five or six different people and I got a load of quotes. Now, if anything, even if you're planning on not using a lot, you know, solicitors, you're going to go, you're going to go, you're going to use something online like Termly. I think it sounds kind of cheap, but you get a, you, you get a half an hour free consultation with with like partners of law firms on, right. and able you know being able to speak to them for half an hour and ask them questions for free about all legal aspects of the business. I learned an absolute shit ton from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's good. So, I mean, you know, it's... It is, it, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's free, and and you know, I mean, they don't know that you're not going to pursue it. I mean, because at the time I was considering going there, but then I got some of these quotes, and they're asking like we charge 400 quid an hour, you know, because you're a starter, we'll cap it at two grand. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> I'm not going to pay two grand for you to write out a T's and C's and a privacy policy. When, when, you know, Shopify give you a template and obviously with Termly, you can pay what 90 quid for the full year. And, and it constantly updates with changing regulations. Yeah. And it's fully customized. That is, it's, it's the full shebang. You can even exactly, do it monthly yeah. as well. Like um, it's, I think it's like eight, 90 a year uh, sorry 890 a month if you're on a year or it's like 16 quid if it's just one month at a time but it's definitely i mean i've used it for hours gem and, it, and it's a very good service and it saves you upwards of two grand definitely i mean it's if you're a medium-sized business or you you definitely can afford legal advice then it's obviously definitely worth getting personal legal advice like you initially went through but i think for termly for those of you out there who are doing Shopify, dropshipping, e-commerce websites or service-based business, I think Termly is the one, would you say? Definitely. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Awesome. Uh, okay. So, and also on the link to the sort of legal stuff, the accountancy side, I mean, on our gem, we've got a free template for you, fully customized for accounts, um, which it doesn't sort out the legal stuff with company house, but it allows you to track your finances, keep everything up to date. Uh, and it's really intuitive, so definitely check that out. But Harry, I mean, especially for an e-commerce uh, slash product-based business, your, your accounts are vitally important, including stock and things like that. So yeah. how have you coped with that challenge? Well, basically, I know obviously with, with what's on our gen, I suppose that's great for your bookkeeping kind of stuff. Whereas um, we we found this uh, this company. Um, am I allowed to say the company's name on this? Is that 
Yeah, I'm of course, of, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, into yeah. free marketing for them, really. Um, <laughs> yes, they're called the Accountancy Partnership, and they're basically um, a firm. And for a fixed fee a month, which is quite cheap compared to you know the other big firms, etc., um, you basically um, are given a dedicated accountant. Um, now we pay an extra tenner per month for them to do our bookkeeping for us so any transaction mm. that goes through the business they will log it in their software so it links our bank accounts with their software right um, so i suppose it saves us a lot of time obviously being at uni coursework you know second year exams and whatnot you know um, yeah, it makes it a lot easier yeah. because we've got some, you know a dedicated accountant i mean i think she's she's based in liverpool we were only given her a couple of days ago because obviously as i said you know this is early days you know we're not mm. a million miles down the road we are still in you know the startup stages um so yeah, we were given this uh, accountant and she's basically going to do our bookkeeping, do our end of year statements, do our, um, cause as a director of a firm, um, you, you need, you need to do a yearly self-assessment tax return. Yeah. So you need, so you need a corporation tax sort of thing for the company and then a separate one for each director. Now yeah. they do all of that for us. And obviously they work at trying to structure things in a way to minimize our tax liability. So, you know, they're on your team, it's someone to talk to all the time, you know, 24 seven, you can email them, you know, get a reply quite quickly, you know, any issues you have, any sort of queries, any, you know, if you want anything on financial strategy, they're there. Um, and I think in total for startups, you get 40% off for the first three months, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. So, that's so, a big so, save. Yeah. So it's only cost us like 20 quid, um, something like 20, 30 quid for the first, uh, three months, um, each like per month. And then, and then, and that, and then we're paying like, I think 60 quid now that can be seen as quite a lot, but it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like we've indulged with this one because it's the kind of thing where we think we could do it ourselves, the bookkeeping aspect, but we, to be honest, yeah, I think it's nothing. We think we can add more value in terms of focusing on other areas rather than spending hours and hours logging in transactions. So we think it's a necessary, um, sort of shot to take by paying for this full service 100% I mean you say it's a lot and it is a lot for a small business but the value in that one your compliance so you don't get any dodgy stuff with companies exactly. else or HMRC you've you've got that time saving which I've never actually thought of now you've mentioned it yeah so like I mean that's especially yeah, you two running the whole business I mean Definitely. It, 60 Definitely. quid is like maybe five six hours worth of work yeah it's the same with anything really I mean yeah. it's like you know I mean you can you can cook food at home for yourself but it's going to take longer or you can go out, pay a lot more money, but you'll, you know, you'll get it done for a nice meal and it tastes good. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You'll get it done for you and and it's done properly, you know, the majority of the time. Whereas with the case of the accountants, you know, we know that everything's always going to be legal and above board. We never have to worry about it. We we can literally take out the financial aspect from our minds. All we need to do is have chats with them, you know, every so often, you know, Keep them up to date. Uh, yeah, exactly, no, but that's yeah. it's a good investment that, to make. And, and that's it, really. Yeah. So, you know, we feel like that was a good move for the business, but time will tell. I mean, to cover that cost, we see we need to sell X amount of products a month to to you know keep on top of our ongoing costs because mm. our only ongoing costs are going to be well at the minute are going to be this accountancy fee and what, what we're paying for the Shopify store. So, oh, because you got all your products up front, didn't you? Exactly. At the moment. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. I think that, um, so that's the accountancy partnership, is it? Yeah, they're called the accountancy partnership. Um, yeah, and the accountancy. And, and, and yeah, dependent on your size, dependent on what, what kind of services you want um, and how many transactions you think you'll have a month because they have to log them all in. Mm-hmm. They'll give you, a, you know, they'll give you a fee and, you know, you pay whatever it is you're giving your own accountant and, and, you know, it's been great. They're really helpful. I, I think the servicing of it, I might be wrong, something like over 11,000 businesses in the UK. Okay. So it's pretty, it's pretty decent. So they're, yeah. They're it's pretty established. Yeah. Nice one. Okay. So moving on then from the more of the admin stuff and moving into sort of releasing to the public and getting things out there, obviously we've got marketing, there's the actual product for yourself. Um, and, and then there's like the sales process more for the service side as well. So just to quickly introduce when you're building a product line, for example. So so this is the, the type of product, you know, like the details, like color, branding, material, things like that. And then obviously publishing that online. Just talk us through the process that you uh, and the same gold clothing did. Yeah, so um, I think obviously, as you said, we're a product-based business, so the logo is going to go on all our stuff. Yeah. Um, so logo was pretty big for us. Um, 
might be going insane. Have, have we spoke about this already? Have we spoke about the logo yet? No, no, no. no, no, no have we not no, spoke no. about the logo? No, 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 so, no. so basically, we went on to Fiverr. Sorry, this is this, this, this just with the start. There's so much stuff. Yeah, there yeah. is. There is. So basically, we went on to Fiverr, and um, we you can basically check from you know a, a huge list of people you know who who who, who do business logos. Some some focus in uh, fashion retail. Some focus mm. in well, you know whether it's applications or gaming applications, anything. So we found someone who had a good track record, had done a, an absolute shit ton of deals we had with people, and we basically you know went to him with our, our ideas because we did some sketches and we said right, okay, we want this with an element of this and m- mash it all together and come give us some suggestions. And he basically came out with these these suggestions after a couple of te- you know after a couple of retries with him and. Um, you know, he, he he delivered a great logo, and we think you know it's, it's it's you know we're really happy with it. So, yeah, you I mean we paid something like forty quid, um, and I think yeah. you get something crazy like five or six or seven revisions. So Which is a lot. Ask, so you can ask him for a, for a set of logos, and if you don't like it, you say do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> so it's almost like your in-house graphic exactly, designer, yeah, yeah completely. Yeah, okay. So and 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 they get it done quite quick. Um, you know, they're really helpful. You know, especially with the guy we had. So. After that, it was a case of, you know, what do we want our gear to look like? So we thought at the time, uh, okay, winter, you know, we're in November. We're looking for a Christmas launch winter. Now, if I could go back, because, because there's been some supply chain issues, we're, we might not be able to launch till mid-Feb, probably March. Now, we, 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 we don't want to get too close to summer because the gear we've got is seasonal. Yeah, of course. So we of could course. face some potential issues, but... We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. You know, we've got some plans in place, but it's basically um, a case of I've taken elements from different golfing because obviously I've got a wardrobe full of golf stuff that I've had over the years. So it's a case of looking at different golf things and thinking, right, I love that element. I like that element. I love this material. Taking little elements from each one and bringing it together mm-hmm. to form our jackets, our, our you know the quarters of jackets we're going to come out with um, in a specific design. We like the color black that's kind of our thing with a, a, a black background with the white logo. And that's, you know, what our webs, you know, what we want to, you know, what we want the website to look like. That's yeah, our, that brand consistency. And yeah. That's our like kind that. of like, we love black background with white text. And that's yeah. just like, the, and that's just the angle we want to go. I feel like it's because, you know, you know, since like Facebook and Instagram, you can do like dark theme where you can. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've, I've been obsessed with it. It's like an obsession <laughs> of mine and I love it. And, and, and that's like the angle we wanted to take with the, beanies and the jackets and stuff so it was a case of building them picking great materials um, and once we had that it was then a case of looking at who we want to make it for us so we've stayed in the uk with the jackets um, mm-hmm. we've 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 gone to a, a company called hawthorne international where they will basically um get materials um and then you know produce what we want them to produce in in-house whatever um and then it's a case of, you know, when you're buying products, you'll normally be sent a sample. You'll see whether you like it. You'll, you'll you know, you'll say thumbs up and then they'll produce it in bulk, um, dependent on the order. Depending on your order. So it's, it's good because like you, the process is very, very personal. And, exactly. you know, it's you've decided the product. You Obviously, you're an experience of your collections, I'm guessing, with your cousin as well. And like you just made it something that you would wear yourself or you would buy yourself. So this is really important. Yeah, definitely, to, definitely. Yeah. To selling it yeah. to customers as well. Yeah, I think you need to look for one of our key requirements was low minimum order quantity. So when you're a startup, if you if you know if you're strapped for cash, if you're a uni student, obviously with Corona you can't work. You know if that's the case. Yeah. And you know you haven't got much money to your name, I suppose, but you want to get into this line of business. Um, you need to look for low minimum order quantities. So looking for businesses that will say, you know, I mean, with our jackets, we got the minimum amount of jackets we could have produced was seventy five. Which is still a decent amount. I mean, which, which, which is still a decent amount, but yeah. in, in, in the clothing world, because it's not a lot. Exactly. Because because especially overseas, because them because they they charge for such a low price, they have to they have to make up for it in quantity to actually, you know, make it worthwhile for them. Because, you know, they can cut their margins, but they've got to sell high quantities. Yeah, and of course. They won't, they won't sell you ten T shirts to test how it's <laughs> gonna be. So that's you know that's kind of like you know the downside of it. So yeah, know, their model is scale, and obviously it's difficult with that with a startup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then it, yeah. it but then it differs with um, oh the um, I know Shopify. I've got a new service called Print on Demand, which is a new thing you can go through Shopify where the shirt is only made when someone places an order, so you never have to hold stock. But the issue oh, with that kind of 
yeah, so that's on Shopify. I mean, so obviously I subscribe to Shopify, like um, I, I follow them on Instagram, uh, Facebook, yeah. whatever. I'm always getting tailored ads to Shopify business. <laughs> yeah. and, and I saw there's a print on demand thing, but obviously if, if it's printing on demand, printing only when you need it, the costs are going to be a little bit higher, but I suppose it eliminates the risk of potentially buying too much stock. And, and vice versa where you, you haven't got enough as well. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well. But no, it's just a case of, you know, finding some suppliers in obviously, you know, we've, 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 we've outsourced um, particular products to, to, to China uh, some in the UK, and, you know, it's just a case of building a rapport with people. Uh, we've used Alibaba for that. That's great. We set up a trader's mm-hmm. account on there. Um, and it was simply a case of the great thing about that is you can put out a sales request so we can say, we're looking for this, this, and this. And then for the next three days, we get absolutely bombarded with people so, coming in saying, hi, Mr. Beckwith, hi, blah, blah, blah. you know, we'll give you this price here, this price here. And it's like, you know, come so to you. exactly. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, completely, completely. So that's what's great about that. And it's just a case of building a rapport with, you know, who you think's best. Um, the thing that got me was the time difference. Because obviously I think they're, are they ahead or, but I don't, they're ahead. They're like definitely five, ahead. It's, it's, there's a massive gap in time. Is it like China? Yeah, is, is, is it is it like five, six hours or am I not? More than, I think it'd be more than that. I, I think it's a good eight hours difference. Well, I mean, I learned that the hard way. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's oh, eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's 10, 10.05 there. So yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so it's eight hours ahead, right? Eight hours, yeah. exactly, yeah. So so like there's been some nights where I'm up like one, two in the morning and they're just starting their business day and that's how I get in contact with them, you know, because then they're asking us questions we need to reply and you know yeah of course and obviously that's that's something to look out for i mean definitely especially yeah. when to, i think nowadays economies it's not really fixed to one country now like you said you know it's it's international and i suppose china's the hotbed of <laughs> cheap well not cheap but well yeah cheap but mass scale especially alibaba kind of stuff you know yeah exactly yeah. in fact it was news yeah. recently that jack ma has just re- reappeared which caused um, yeah. Alibaba stocks to just that scared soar. me especially because I, I'm I'm I, yeah I am I'm a shareholder in oh, Alibaba. Okay, some... I, I I do own a bit of a, a bit of stock yeah because I, I I see some long long term potential but we'll uh, we'll leave that one for yeah, another we'll save that for a different discussion but yeah it did it did uh, it did scare me a bit when I when I read that news yeah but um, no it's okay so you've got that then now. That's for the product side. For the service, it's different because obviously you're not really talking to suppliers necessarily if you're offering website design or logo design. But I feel like it's a similar process in the sense of you've got to develop a product or a service. So, for example, with with Harry, like yourself, you said that you tested the, the products that you used in the past. Like, for example, you liked a particular material or you liked a zip. Was it the quarter zips you liked or something? Yeah, I love the quarter zips, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, like, you, you tailored it to yourself, and this is the same with a service-based business, you know. You've got different components which make a service. So let's take something very simple like a website design service. You, you may have used services in the past. You may like certain websites that you, you already use, and you want to make it personal and tailored to yourself, something of which that you would use. So regardless if you're in the product or in the, in the service-based business, they both overlap a lot. And, and I think making something very personal to you I think is, is very important. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah. But I mean, cause I know for a fact that anytime I go out playing golf, I would be more than happy to wear, well, I would, I would, I would probably only play if I could wear my gear from now on. Cause I love it. I love the design. I love, I love the colors, how it, you know, how it's made, etc. You know, I, exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that I completely wear. And that's what you can reflect in with, with customers and, and linking on to customers. Obviously we need to, you need to develop a sales process um, and I appreciate the, the relatively early stages. It's probably not quite just yet to start building the sales process. I mean, have you touched on that any any recently? Not not really. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's why obviously you know I I I love doing these kinds of you know podcasts, or whatever. Because obviously we're not. I mean, I'm not a million miles away from someone who says, right, today I'm going to make it happen. Today I'm going to start something. I'm, you know, you know, I'm going to draft a design for my product or something. This this this. I'm only two and a half, three months down the line. You know, I'm not sat here five years down the line with massive sales saying, you know, you know, you can get here in a day. I'm saying it is, you, you know, you've got to slug it out. Um, yeah, no, I love that. I think that's brilliant. I, I think nowadays a lot of the content out there is like, this is what, this is who I am 10 years down the road, make it millions. That's great. But one, it's the context of it in the sense of you started 10 years ago 
And two, the things that you're doing now do not in any way relate to what you should be doing when you're first starting out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that made me want to start because the guys I saw who I, who I personally thought weren't doing a good job, mm. they really weren't far down the line. I mean, you know, limited followers on Instagram. I thought, hang on a minute, you know, we can catch up with them quite soon. And, and I think knowing that it's not out of my reach made, made me actually start it. Because had I not come across their page, I don't think we'd be on this call today. Me saying, I've, you know, started Yeah, yeah, started. yeah. It's amazing that. And I think it's really important to to have perspective on these kind of things, especially. Um, so on that, I mean, with the sales process, so for sales process is basically the process of which you, you convert a sale to obviously a customer to pay for a product or a service and then handshaking off you go and part the ways and obviously retain that relationship. So with a product, okay, so just talk me through very quickly now, Harry, just the typical... I mean, is it an e-commerce website? Literally, find a clothing that I like, I buy it. Done. Is it that? Is it like that? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So I think it's sort of obviously, you know, you'll come to the website. Um, we want to keep things. I suppose this benefits us in a cost aspect. So we limit our we limit designs and we limit the amount of products. Cause I found that when going on websites and there'd be hundreds and hundreds of different jackets in different colors and different designs, I get overwhelmed. Whereas with us, it's, we like to keep things minimalistic and simple. It's black and white, like the website. So it's, it's, it's simply a case of go on, you know, these are our products. There aren't hundreds of different ones to, you know, to scroll from and get bored from looking at. Um, and that's sort of it, you know, you buy and, that's it, you know, and obviously we hope you return in the future, you know, and that's, yeah, that's the so, thing. I mean, we're going for different seasonal things. So it's a case of, you know, we've got like a winter drop and we want to look at like a summer kind of drop and keep things minimal, you know, to, to keep costs down and make it an easier process for customers to come on the site, buy their stuff and, you know. So, yeah, so, I mean, you touched on something really important there. And I think the first step of understanding your sales process, so a sales process is basically the, the, the start and the end of a, of a transaction. And this transaction obviously is financial as well. And you touched on there that because your, your range is limited on purpose, you're, you're going into the first step of the sales process, which is identifying the potential customer. Yeah. You know, what type of customer are they? What behavioral, what consumer behavior do they have? What age, gender, you know, so obviously for golf, I'm assuming that you've kind of profiled this ideal consumer Definitely. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's, it's more, we don't, I mean, a lot of golf brands, you go on the websites and you see the best players in the world, you know, swinging a club. And with us, it's not really about that with us. It's, you know, we want, we want to build sort of a family kind of thing, you know, like an ascend family where it's, it's, it's not the best golfers in the world. You know, everyone needs to have one thing in common and that's a love of the game. You need to love the game, whatever your ability. And it's that kind of message that we want to, bring about that because our, our the co-founders me and my cousin i mean i'm i i, I play off two so some would say i'm an all right golfer and then you've got I think that's underplaying yourself but yeah <laughs> and then you've got my cousin who you know who hasn't got a handicap but he just loves playing the game and i'm like yeah i love that yeah we, we love playing the game and some of the brings you know and the thing that puts us in common is we just love golf so and your ideal it. consumer then is is someone who, that, who yeah, just it's, enjoys it's, it's it and someone who loves the it. game yeah, you don't yeah, have to okay. play seven days a week. You don't have to be off plus five. You know, you can, you, you know, you don't even need a handicap. You know, you just need to love the game. And I think, you know, with with our kind of products, it's, it's, it's more of a unisex kind of vibe, really. I mean, th there aren't restrictions, you know. It's, it's not just only men can wear this or only women can wear this. It's, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it's for everyone, really. Golfers, yeah. So, okay, so you've identified the potential customer and this will help you with with marketing as well, which we'll go on to Definitely. later. Yeah. And then the, the there's a couple of other steps within the sales process which are relatively small so things like agreeing the terms of business you've got to like take the order so obviously when someone clicks on your product and then they, they fulfill the order you then have to make sure your supplies all sorted which obviously we discussed earlier yeah and then I mean, you need to keep your yeah. stock records up to date as well definitely yeah yeah i think it's important to have a good shipping policy in place shipping and refund policy i think are very yeah. important if if you're in my line of business i mean you need to basically say that you know you need to protect yourself you need to say that obviously we're not going to be sending things out on weekends or holiday periods, um, you know, like actual holiday specific days. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we'd want two to three, you know, give us two to three days to process an order. Um, yeah, because you need to make you know, sure that, that everything is sorted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. And obviously I mean, you need to receive the money as well. Yeah, completely. So that's why we've invested in a uh, 
a bit of a cheeky spend the other day. We've we've purchased a, a label printer from from <laughs> right, okay. PC World, you know, just to simply yeah. print off our labels to, to you know to make things easier to make it look professional, yeah, rather so than that's, just handwritten or anything. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, completely. And and for the for the service based side, especially with the sales process, really really important that um, not. I mean, it touches with the product, but it's really important that you identify what the the business is. So obviously, with the product, it's like. Um, there's a picture of it and it's obvious, you know, what size it is, what color, and you're going to get what you get. But with a service-based business, you need to be very, very careful about what you actually say is going to be offered. So things like a website design, we'll, we'll say on this theme, you know, define the service of website design. It's very difficult. So you need to be very, very specific about what you're going to offer. Um, and if you're struggling to find that, obviously, Harry, you said Fiverr, you used as a consumer, but obviously yep. that individual, whoever sold that service of logo design, they would have established, okay, this many redesigns, this kind of format, this is the expected day of delivery. And obviously yeah. you as a consumer is happy because you know what you're buying because it's all detailed. And if you're a service-based business, you need to make sure that the customer knows that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So we obviously we touched on marketing just there. So what would you say, for someone listening now who's just okay, so they've got the idea and they're thinking of starting things. Yeah, they've identified their key consumer, which is part of the sales process. So in your case, someone who enjoys the sport, not too serious, all That's genders. Right. So yeah. how how have you attack, tackled sort of the marketing side? Well, a good thing for us, I suppose, is Facebook. Um, okay. Over summer last year, I used to. Um, sell secondhand golf gear and i it, it made me a few hundred quid you know just simply doing a bit of you know putting on secondhand stuff on the on these forums now, is this for your own stuff or you bought it and sold it, it on this was my own stuff this wasn't like a retail okay. arbitrage kind of thing um yeah i never really sort of ventured into that this was more my own stuff selling it secondhand you know trying to generate a bit of cash um and it was simply a case of on facebook there's a there's there's there's, there's so many groups for golfers like golf stuff for sale mm. uk uk golf you know clothes for sale new and second hand and there's these groups with our target market in and these groups have like 20k plus members and what i did is it's it is to be honest with you it could not be more like for us it is it's tailored towards like our market specifically everyone mm. who could see that post is a potential customer yeah so, of course it's yeah. an amazing thing so it's simply a case of a couple of well about a week ago we did a giveaway so what we did is for those golfers out there you'll know that titleist pro v1x balls are the uh, are like the bees needs they are like the best balls on the, the market ones, like yeah. you get like 40 quid for 12 of them so it's a case of i had some laying around and i thought you know what? we're going to do a giveaway so i whacked them onto facebook and instagram we did a good giveaway you know uh the classic like the post share it whatever you know comment nice. a golf face name and I messaged the admins of all these Facebook groups and said, hi there, we're a startup. Completely understand if you don't want to go down this kind of route. I know this is specifically, you know, for selling golf stuff, whatever, but we're doing it. My company's doing a giveaway, you know, a pre-clothing launch giveaway. And we'd love, sorry, to be able to share this on your, on your mm. page. With and the 20,000 members, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was one with 27, one with 20, one with 13, one with five. So the potential outreach was massive. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you so you know, we wanted to try it out and they said, you know, some of them said, yeah, no problem. Some said, you know, hi, Harry, thanks for the kind words. But, you know, at the minute we want to avoid this kind of thing. And that was fine. I mean, you've got to be mm. willing to accept rejection. You know, it's not the end of the world. And that's not one of the number one things as well, is that a lot of people are scared of outreaching. Exactly. And yeah. you've just got to look, you don't know these people. You've yeah. literally just got to be like, look, this is what I want. This is what will benefit your customers, i.e. it's something that they can win for, for nothing. The good bowls, whatever. And you just be very honest and straightforward. If you get rejected, like obviously you did, yeah. just go all right that's fair enough that's you know, fine yeah i mean I'm, yeah yeah i mean i think the majority of people out there are are nice people mm. so it's not like you're going to message them are going to say like you, you know they're going to start swearing at you over text like <laughs> you know what i mean it's, it's not going to happen i no. mean worst case scenario they either say no or they don't reply and that's it and you just don't and yeah and you just got to move on move so on. yeah so so with the giveaway we were able to whack it on the socials and i think you know it was it was a good little try i mean we probably didn't give it long enough we probably should have put it up there for like a week but we we gave it a weekend and yeah i mean our facebook following went from something like 
six followers from like <laughs> me, me, my cousin, Your my mum, yeah. my, my dog, you know, just the classic family, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And, and you know, and it took us straight up, you know, over those two days to about 101 followers wow, on the, on, nice, on the Facebook page. And that's it was great. nice and it, it, it was small, but to see three figures on our Facebook page with only having it been up there for a while was, was, was amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's, and, and it's yeah. small steps. Small steps, exactly, because then next time you 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 go right. Okay, I learned from that. I should exactly. have done it for a week rather than a weekend. Yep. Exactly. I know I've got a relationship with these existing communities already. So then next yep. time in a month or whatever, same thing again. Right. And you'll hopefully you'll double that. Nice. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, on Instagram it was good as well. Um, you know, a case of you know people were commenting on there, nice and you know it was it was it was good. And we I, I think we sort of gained a similar amount of followers on Instagram as well. So it was good. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one the... thing for, for like, especially for people like those thinking of starting this kind of business strategy here for marketing, you've got to ask yourself, and I know there's a lot of bots out there that you can pay for followers and stuff, but like Harry, in your case, you made obviously that 40 quid worth of golf balls. Only those who really want them are actually going to be serious, like actually a potential consumer to buy your product, right? So yeah, you've got to so, ask yourself, yeah. would you rather spend 40 quid on a bot to give you followers, which are fake, or 40 quid on a competition, which then gives you two, 300 organic followers, which will potentially convert to sales? Yeah, I mean, it was more, there was, there was more of an ulterior motive. So it was mainly to create awareness, generate some following, but it was, mm. but it was also upon releasing the giveaway. And, you know, I published it, I published a video on our, on our Instagram. It was, you know, there's a great app online, like, a, I, I, I forgot what it's called. It's like a random name generator. You put in, we, I think we've got 82 entries. So we put 82 of these names nice. in and we did the, you know, you, you, you click on it and it spins around for like 15 seconds and it lands mm-hmm. on a guy. And, you know, we, we, I messaged this guy, I said, congratulations, well done, messaged him. And I said, could you please send us a picture when you receive them? Because what we want to do is share this picture and show our potential followers that we deliver, we're legit, you know, we show up. And the guy, he he was a great guy. And what he did is he sent us um, a picture of of his two little lads on on his sofa, holding up the balls, like smiling. And I was like, this is amazing. And I said to him, you know, I completely respect if you don't want this to happen, but could we share this photo? And he said, honestly, mate, don't worry. You know, because obviously, you know, there is kids and we want to, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, we need his permission. So we got it and it was great. And we could whack that on off on our um, Instagram story. And it looked great. I mean, there's two lads, you know, and, and I think I, 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 I captioned it something like, um, like, uh, like smiles all around for our January giveaway winners. And it was just yeah. two lads smiling yeah. on the sofa. And I think, you know, there just isn't a better picture to share. It's two kids smiling, you know, it's amazing. So, yeah, that no, was, that's, that, that's really good. Uh, it was great. It was, um, it was more about building an element of trust, really, you know, with, with potential um, consumers. Exactly. And that's something that you've got to be really careful of. And obviously you, you were fine with it. But with competitions, I know that in law, it's really, really dangerous if you don't deliver a competition prize. So it's really important that if you do that, you've got to deliver on it. Obviously you did and you used it to your advantage, which is good. And obviously I can imagine now you, you get some decent following on that, which is good. And you made that guy who won the competition just that extra ball sort of appreciate ascend golf clothing as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, you know, it's a classic, I mean, I mean, we learned this in GCSE business. Do you know what I mean? If, if, <laughs> if, if, if someone likes your business and they have a good experience, you know, they're going to go and tell three, four people. Whereas if someone has a bad experience, you know, they're probably going to go and tell 10. Yeah, exactly. So this case, is really yeah. important. Yeah. Exactly. And, and there was something on, um, I saw this on YouTube. I forgot where it was from now. And it was basically about the, the backstory of McDonald's. And what they used to do is... Wait, have you seen the film? Have you seen the film for that? No, no, it's a film. Honestly, there's an amazing film about how McDonald's was founded, how it was originally just one restaurant. And some oh, bike. it might have been this then. It might have been a clip then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was basically how um, they basically, when new customers came in, the waitress used to put a red napkin on the table of where this customer was sitting, a new one. And obviously back then, McDonald's, like they served around and stuff. And then obviously the, the consumer would receive extra attention from the from the restaurant and then they would go back again bring their family this time and then they would get a free chicken wing or whatever and then the third time they would bring someone else and they would get like a free dessert or whatever and mcdonald's basically the way that the the operated with this was that like the the whole psychology of repeating customers three times so this guy you know then you lock them in for life and obviously mcdonald's now has grown to one of the biggest uh, fast food restaurant chains in the world and and i think it's principally down to this because it's okay they revolutionized 
the way you you deliver fast food, but the, this fact of customer service and repeating customers and, and giving value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously with competitions as well. Yeah, I think it's uh, important to say that actually. It's 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 called um it's called the founder. It's uh, it's got Michael Keaton in. It's like obviously okay. based on the true story of how it was. It's 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 a great watch. It's a yeah, I definitely look at that. And, and even if you're not in hospitality, I'm sure it's work. There's value there. Completely, completely. When it comes to that. Amazing. So um. So yeah, so obviously with competitions, with marketing, especially with social media, obviously you busy doing uh, negotiating with suppliers, building product, building the website and yeah. stuff. I found this, um, it's like a, a web app. It's called Hootsuite. Okay. Um, like Hoot as in Owl and then Suite as in like Microsoft Suite. Yeah. And it basically automates your Instagram and Facebook posts and things like that. And I think it's a okay. great way to save time uh, yeah, for such a small, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you book you book them all up and then it it allows you to oh, post yeah. automatically thirty day thirty day free trial yeah yeah have you, have you just looked it up yeah I've just had a look yeah twenty five quid a month I mean to be fair it's, it's it's the kind of thing that we're interested in. I mean if 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 we can if we can spend more time on product design um you know getting you know su- supplies in order you know all that kind of stuff yeah. I mean you know delegating some of this responsibility you know outsourcing the accountancy outsourcing sort of the social media management. It's, yeah. it, it's stuff that we're interested in, you know, as a two man business, because it is hard to run a business with, with, with two people. And I Even on your own, let alone. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, completely, completely. No, but our, um, delegating tasks are really, really important. And yeah. I'm, I feel very uncomfortable when, when saying that and doing it because it, it's like you're some sort of big leader dictator kind of thing, but especially in a small business, delegating tasks, especially if you can afford to, is really, really important because it allows you to focus on the product allows you to focus on the service, the customer service yeah, and everything else. Yeah. yeah, you can focus on what's best for you. So, for example, me and my cousin, it's a case of I'm doing finance at Durham. So, I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a finance guy. You know, I like, I like, you know, I like overlooking that aspect. I like the logistics aspect, you know, mm. talking to suppliers, to, you know, to people, you know, arranging prices, etc. And then my cousin's more, I mean, he's doing drama, you know, it's quite a unique degree. I mean, I mean, he's, 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 you know, he's very confident, you know, complete quite, end of the spectrum. Ex- ex- exactly. Yeah. So yeah. all the, all the artsy stuff, you know, he's good with technology, social media, all that kind of stuff that he's great at. You know, he's, he's, he's more on the marketing side, you know, cause he's got that you know, flair. Yeah. yeah. Visualize things. Yeah. It's, 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 it's great. So that's how we like to divide up the tasks. Um, yeah. You know, that's really important. Especially if you, if you're finding a partner or someone to do business with, Try and find someone who has that different skill set. Also, with yourself, you're the financy, more maths guy, whereas your yeah. cousin is is more creative, and, and that's a great partnership because yeah, I think yeah, you don't I sit mean, on each other's yeah, toes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're cousins, we're family. You know, we're, we're you know, you know, we're best mates. You know, so yeah. it's like it's. I think it's important to go into business with someone you trust, um, mm, and you really know exactly, important. and yeah. and and you know they're committed, and and you can be honest with them. And I think that that, that is one of the most important things. I mean, you don't want someone to stab you in the back. Or you know, drop out. You know, you need to know they're committed. And I feel like if you have a if, if you have a prior relationship, which is great, because obviously me and you knew each other for years before before our gen. And, yeah, you know, yeah. It was a case of you know talking to each other, and you know we already had that report, so it wasn't awkward. You know, like we knew each other, we knew what we were each good at, and you know I think that helped. You know, hundred percent. And I think you love the process. Those of you listening out there, you know, if you if you are thinking of starting a business, I think sharing is number one. And I know this sounds quite controversial, in, especially in business, but You've got to think of it this way. Would you rather, so based on what Harry was saying about the trust as a number one, you're also sharing the tasks and the responsibility for the reward. But just ask yourself this, would you rather own 100% of a company worth 10 grand or would you rather own 1% of a multi-million dollar company? And this is something that you've got to think about is like, although it may be painful to share your business, the value in that process of sharing your responsibility, sharing minds and things like that can really help the business. I mean, I know Connor and Brendan on um, on one of the last podcasts that they've just done on mergers and acquisitions, they speak on this, which is, you know, businesses can really optimize their, especially for product-based businesses like yourself, Harry, if they share and they merge with their suppliers, although you sacrifice that profit and, and that percentage of equity, you ultimately save so much time and resources and you get a better outcome. And I think a famous one was Twitch. They mentioned in their podcast that Twitch was worth 900 million before Amazon bought it 10 years ago. Now it's 15 billion. And this is something you've got to think about uh, is sharing the, sharing the win, but sharing the responsibility as well. Amazing. Okay, so to finish off then, Harry, 
give me give me number one advice that you would tell. I know it's a short journey so far, but number one advice you would tell Harry three months ago before starting this. Number one advice. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's hard because we try to think through everything, but you're still going to make mistakes and they are inevitable. Yeah, of course. Um, of so course. I, I, I feel like I, I, I can't really say don't be naive because you can't help that. I don't, don't it's, naive, it's, it's, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's so hard because for example, like we paid a supplier hundred percent upfront, like two grand. And now I think, why did we do that? Why didn't we insist on a deposit? You know, so there's still the incentive there for him to deliver quickly. So, you know, we can get the products quick, you know, and everyone can be happy instead of paying all up front. So they, you know, so he's happy as Larry, he's got his cash. But you're and, stuck there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so there's, so there's that there's, there's allow more time. I think, I think just, do you know what? I think my number one piece of advice would be that. I think it'd be don't beat yourself up about making mistakes because you're going to make them. Just just let it happen and learn from it. Just make sure that you don't make the same mistake again. That's all I'd say. Yeah, no, that's very good advice. I mean, I feel, I, I love that. Don't not be naive because at the end of the day, regardless of where you are, whether you're Bezos or a GCSE student, like you're going to make mistakes, which are, you know, relative to you. And as long as you sit, like, like you said, as long as you learn from them, and you don't repeat that. Exactly. I mean, you'll embrace be, it. Be yeah, embrace, embrace it. it. I love that. Embrace it. It's interesting, just to finish off, actually, you said about negotiating with them. What was that experience like, just quickly? That you said that you were negotiating. Yeah, you know, yeah. You I should mean, have done that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, same again. I mean, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't really know about the idea of, you know, deposits. I thought, you know, you want something, you pay for it all mm. and you get it. You know, so I feel like, it was just a case of, you know, I learned loads of, you know, business lingo, especially within the the retail, you know, sort of like, you know, the clothing industry, you know, they were using yeah. terms that I didn't really know. So it was a case of cluing myself up. And I came into this with no experience in the clothing industry <laughs> at all. So it's just a case of learning that. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, negotiation was fun. I mean, the new were a startup, you know, we, we were, you know, we were polite, respectful, you know, we didn't, uh, you know, and, 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 and don't feel awkward to ask for discounts or say, you know, is this the best price you can do? You know, like, don't feel afraid to ask for that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, it's not the first time they've heard, can we have a discount or the first time they've heard you're charging me. Yeah, more. they're used you know, to it's, it. It's, yeah. It's, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions like that. So. No, I mean, one thing also to mention based on that is, um, is a book that I've read. Well, kind of read. Um, Never split the difference by Chris Voss. Now, Never split the difference. It's mainly those who are career-based, so obviously negotiating salary and stuff. But you can take many lessons from it when it comes to business. So in Harry's case, obviously, didn't know about deposits and stuff, and now he does. Like, that book there really helps you give practical sort of examples of how to negotiate, especially when it comes to numbers. And this can ultimately save you a lot uh, of time, but also can it can build respect and, and build a relationship with future suppliers. So, yeah, so um, thank you very much, Harry, for sharing your experiences with the product-based business. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's been great. Best of luck with it. Ascend Golf Clothing. Definitely. definitely. When are you launching your, your products? Well, it might be a case of launching one and then launching the other um, as soon okay. as possible. So hopefully in the next in, in the next few weeks. Um, next web, few weeks, okay. The website should be live and the product should be on there. So get over there. Sengolfclothing.co.uk. So uk. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's golf wear, but, you know, anyone can wear the gear. I mean, it's applicable in any, you know, the beanies and stuff, you know? I mean, yeah. Wear. I mean, you know me, I, I mean, I only played golf for a year or so, but I think I would wear some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Take. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's uh, definitely been an interesting perspective. I think next week, Harry and I will be talking more on finance, especially when it comes to Bitcoin and gold investments. Lovely, Lovely stuff. Um, we've been yearning to do something like that. We? So <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> it'd be good to do that. But yeah, thank you. Keep earning, get learning and uh, see you next week.